Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Dear Next Gen podcast. Today, we are joined by the husband. The husband. Hey, it's Johnny. <laughs> the analytics show that people actually like you on the podcast. Thank you, analytics. <laughs> Do you know that? I'm is? back. No. <laughs> oh, it's the numbers behind. The numbers. Crunching the numbers. Crunching the numbers. Okay. Um, I'm back. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Today we are huddled in front of the microphone to talk about the history of montage and yeah, we have some new friends who are joining the community, following along, and we thought it would be beneficial to to give some context, but it's kind of awkward to talk about alone, so I have a new interviewee. That's why Johnny's here. (laughs) Or interviewer. Interviewer, yeah. Okay. Could have used Siri, but here I am. (laughs) Do you have Siri set up on your phone? I don't. No. Oh. Maybe we would like it. I don't know. But you're better than a robot voice. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, you've prepared questions. I have. And I'm ready to answer. Um, I have, this a, bit is... of, I have a bit of cookie in my mouth, but we're just mm, going to keep going. We had some delicious cookie for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> the right. truth comes out. <laughs> the truth comes out. You already said it was about the history of montage or no? Yeah. Kind of, okay, this is a question and answer period with the husband <laughs> on the history People of People can montage. hear when you kiss my head. <laughs> oh, thought I was sneaky. No. All right, well, we have question one. What made us come up with the idea? When you say us, it wasn't me. It was you and some friends originally. That's what you meant? Okay. <laughs> um, what, oh, what made us come up with, if I read it? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how did we come up with the idea? I would say that most of it started, ooh, I'm trying to think of like the one pivotal moment, but I'll say we did this event that our friend Leash planned and we got to teach workshops. So like I taught on social media, there was like a dance workshop. My friend casted like a hair tutorial kind of workshop. And then after Mm -hmm. that, we really saw a response in wanting to talk deeper than just like here's how you can do some cute braids here's how you can do some cute posts it was Hmm. more about like how are you using social media and how are you using like external things you can do to make yourself feel beautiful or confident and then I would say that was like the main thing that pushed us to like make something happen but before that we were always involved in like youth things which is like a church version of like hanging out with teenagers a teenager program and so we knew we knew that we enjoyed that and we knew that we we cared about the next generation my ears feel weird all of a sudden oh no itchy ears itchy ears not itchy ears but like our fridge just stopped making noise so i was like oh yeah anyways a rocket ship <laughs> fridge um what what year was that or what was the day do you remember when you guys mm. ran that big um event to kick off montage that wasn't like actually was a called? montage event oh, no. it was like a youth event that we figured like hey we love this oh and from that birthed the idea of montage <laughs> birthed the idea yes okay so it was pre-pandemic actually um and so that gives context maybe like a couple months before we did this and then my friend Cass and I sat at a coffee shop and decided on like some of the other details and like the dreams and then after we 
met up with our other friends who were like super knowledgeable, Maddie and Angela, and they had experience with, you know, how they grew up in high school and their their youth that they knew. And anyways, that was where the idea came from. All different brains nice. and that event. Fun. Great. Well, the second question is, what was the need that you guys saw that you wanted to meet? Hmm. So at first when we had this idea, I thought there must be someone doing something similar to what mm. our idea was, right? which was more about, um, yeah, bridging gaps between generations, facilitating mentorship, and not really like the big sister type of mentorship mm. that you see, you know, the like the traditional program, like big sisters, big brother. I've heard of it. Yeah, I've never really seen it in action, yeah. but I've heard of it. That's yeah. the thing. It's like we've heard of this stuff, but I don't know a single friend who's like really put it into action. Um, mm. And even then, a lot of other programs out there, especially in North America, are like very outdated. Mm-hmm. So it looks a bit uninviting for like a young adult woman and it looks uninviting for like a teenager. So we felt like the need was, okay, we need something that's not cheesy. Mm-hmm. Something current, relevant. Yeah, something current and relevant, but also something that's made with the partnership of actual teenagers and actual like young adults. So, for example, when we did do that that event where we were asked to be guests, like teachers, workshop teachers, it was stuff that they actually wanted to do, and each kid got to sign up for which which workshop they wanted to attend. Oh, cool! And it was just like yeah, just like a Valentine's Day event, and it was. Um, it was a good example that like we can't just be planning things with the hopes that people will show up if it's not what they actually want or what they need. But if you ask them what they want, and what they need, they'll actually tell you. So yeah, the need was things were cheesy. We didn't enjoy them. We wanted to <clears throat> find someone doing the same thing. And honestly, I looked everywhere. We could not find anything. There's a couple like things in the States that are more geared towards Christian young adult women and college age only type of things but not a lot for teenage to like young adult age nice especially not in canada yet yeah yeah that sounds like what's happening or what happens with like the city and how they decide on what to build or what to implement in cities (laughs) or in government a lot of the time it seems like they don't they don't did you um, forget to ask they don't talk to the people who actually these things will affect and I feel like you guys are trying to do the opposite of that you're trying to talk to the the actual people that you're trying to reach and then from there cater to what they need and what they're excited about Mm -hmm. which makes it take a little bit longer I would say which is probably why not everybody's doing that yeah you can't just go I'm gonna go with my instinct my idea and run with my idea Mm -hmm. it's very collaborative because you can you could succeed really well at your idea but if no one else is excited by it or impacted (laughs) by it then it's not really worth the time right Mm -hmm. all right good um where did the name montage come from good question (laughs) um so this was a hard thing the people that i was surrounded with we were all very like creative so a name was important to us and a long-term name was important so um we were sitting at that coffee shop and my friend cash she just is really good at graphic design so she started kind of looking at different fonts and customizing fonts and seeing how that that could be part of you know our logo wasn't just a a canva typed out word sort of thing 
And then we were just, we wrote a list of words, typed out all the words. We also wanted this to work bilingually, which is, is that a word, bilingually? We wanted mm-hmm. to be bilingual in case there was like a French program down the line. Um, and we wanted to encompass putting a lot of things together, putting a lot of stories together, putting a lot of people's personal experiences together. And then we looked up the definition and it was a montage, like a movie montage. And it's not really a word that's used, I would say, frequently. No, not, not a lot, I would say, other than in movies or in like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. We, we used to call skateboard videos like a little montage or an really? edit. Oh, yeah. an edit. I like an edit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But montage is better than edit for maybe what you guys are doing. Yeah. Well, I just thought about it. I'm like a reel, a TikTok, anything that has like different clips is a montage. It is a montage. Yeah. Wow. Nice. <laughs> Mosaic is kind of like that's already a church and all that. So. Yeah. Oh, like things coming together. To yeah. Make it. yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. We couldn't go with some big names. There was a couple things that already had like the name montage, but nothing similar. Um, and right. then for the website, we did have to put your montage, which is kind of cool. It's like your montage of your life. Mm-hmm. It sort of personalizes together. it. People can kind of recognize, oh, yeah, this is for me. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, next, are there any experiences from your life that led you to thinking this would be an important gap to fill to have montage exist in this generation's life? Yeah. I actually went to this thing when I was in middle school i would say through church and these young adult women showed up it was like a tour a church girls like event tour they came and it was luau themed which i love (laughs) and they had like smoothie bowls and a talk about like confidence and i was like this is so cool like yeah I don't know if their friends thought it was cool for them to be like touring around doing this and I have heard from like other friends that them and their daughters go to like similar types of events and we do have connections with people who are doing similar types of confidence workshops and things for middle schoolers Hmm. and I think that event made me realize I still remember it now like years later what sorry what age were you when you did that what's middle school like I don't know grade five grade yeah grade four or five to like grade yeah eight, oh it was before seven. grade eight yeah for sure so maybe grade four or five <clears throat> so it was you know it was coloring and write a letter to yourself and things like that oh yeah and that was a moment that made me think okay if I remember it someone else might remember it uh, something mm-hmm. similar and then growing up I just had so many mentors official and non-official mm. um maybe because there's a couple instances where I was supposed to have one like they ask you, okay, go find someone who can like pour into you during this amount of time. Here's how you do that. So it was more starting out as like casual, just friends that were older that would like take me with them when they go to McDonald's or mm-hmm. like drive me places. And um, yeah, I just felt like I was surrounded by, and I'm the oldest, so I don't have like older siblings. So they were all like my older siblings. And I realized people are willing to be that kind of figure to someone and then people want that as well nice yeah I that makes sense that you you had a few experiences that were good and you saw that other than outside of church and youth group which doesn't always do it well but it does fill the need of some some level of mentorship Mm -hmm. and and sharing life experiences but it can also be um I think that's something that then doesn't get 
experienced by anyone outside of the church, any, anyone who's not maybe comfortable or doesn't end up getting an invite from a friend, let's say, to mm-hmm. like a youth group and um, or doesn't even maybe share the same ideas or faith background. But I feel like what you guys are creating is, you know, you guys are followers of Jesus and that's your kind of the heart behind it is that you, you know, what Jesus has done in your lives impacts you. So you see, see how that can impact others. But um, from what I know, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is <laughs> meant to be for, yeah, to send more into, inviting. you know, public high schools and all kinds yeah. of kids who can benefit from these kinds of mentorship programs and workshops. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. And you're saying, yeah, it's not always done well. If it's done well, then that's amazing. And that's not every situation, mostly maybe because of lack of like volunteers to be able to do it or mm-hmm. lack of time for the different responsibilities people have or lack of the importance of actually bridging gaps between the generations, I think is something really, really special and something that we've experienced, like, you know, being newly married and then having friends who've been married for much longer, having friends who are parents or going for dinner with grandparents, like Mm -hmm. things like that is really, really important, but doesn't always come up as like the priority of like, okay, this year, like we're going to make sure to hear from people of all ages. Yeah. Um, in our you know because there's other priorities to have if they're working on you know just sharing theology as like a as just like you know the introduction of that it's hard to also focus on like 20 other things so Mm -hmm. I mean us focusing really hard on this has helped me know what direction we want to go in and what's a priority versus what just is like a fun idea that we want to do that makes sense and that all reminds me of a couple weeks ago one of our pastors at church was saying how what he felt like was a gap in his life was not having a father figure and like the he didn't he had a grandpa that he spent lots of time which with which was great because his father wasn't around but his grandpa always tied his tie for him and then he said that oh when it came time for me to learn how to tie a tie I just looked to the internet and so there was kind of that relational disconnect there mm-hmm. and I think that happens more and more in our in the current generation where yeah gen gen z like girls are are have access to all kinds of information they can find or anything themselves and that's very much pushed in our culture to be you know self-made and individualistic but yeah what do you think about what's what gets lost or what's missing when you as a someone who's growing up and learning about life and about yourself what if you just exclusively learn from like being Mm self-taught rather than having real life people with other experiences to speak and pour into your life yeah well I'm a person who likes to learn on my own especially which you know and uh, I'm always learning random things yeah and um that is not something that you shouldn't do is what we're saying no but there is a point where yeah it becomes very impersonal it becomes a little bit of information overload and Mm. whether you're learning from like TikTok, a podcast or an online platform or school or yeah, you can Google anything. And usually I say like someone has looked it up before. I've never come across a question that I've Googled that someone else hasn't like fully typed out already. <laughs> and there's blog posts and answers already yeah, of it. Which is a great resource, I think. <laughs> it's, you know, no, we're not trying to speak is. against that. But it is, but it's not it's overwhelming, one. And two, oh, yeah. it's not always 
explained with experiences Mm -hmm. and maybe more now than before but like for example like getting your license um for some people it was really easy for some people it was not and learning to drive it really depends like that is such an important thing in people's lives when you are trying so hard to get that for a certain reason whether it's like okay if I get my license I can drive I can move away I can you know have more Mm -hmm. independence my family life isn't stable I want to be able to drive so things like that can be learned by like passed down by family by siblings or things like that and the experience can be different for everybody and I found that like when I was getting my license and I was not passing right away I had people who are older than me who could speak it and be like hey here's how I dealt with this I like literally had people like older than me wait in line with me at like stand in stand in tests or be like hey we're gonna be here when you come out if you don't make it and you're crying like and it's okay and this is what my experience was and yeah so things like that like you can't get that off google and tiktok to be like how to cope with yeah maybe they can give you some tips but not everybody's as vulnerable and not everybody is willing to like be online 24 7 to like respond to these types of things so just having actual actual mentors or actual just people who are in different stages pour into my life made literally such a difference like even working in situations where there's people of all ages maybe they've started businesses maybe they use a certain program that I might want to use I'll like ask more I'll ask about you know um them moving and how that was and I recently just texted someone who has young kids they're moving away kind of with like not really a huge plan on what they're doing for the next couple months and I just told them like thank you for showing me that even when you have kids you can do different things and she just replied with like yeah there's no rules once you have kids and that helped me and I know that's going to help us when we do have children to be like you know what yeah if we feel called to go somewhere I've seen other people do this with children and it wasn't it wasn't terrible nice yeah um oh I skipped one uh why why a podcast for montage and not I don't know what (laughs) What else are the radio 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 cbc radio news wait i told you yesterday i was on cbc oh yeah (laughs) yeah they somewhat exploited uh uh middle school age (laughs) cecilia to yeah fun fact i did host a radio show for a week when someone was on vacation (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how that happened other than i had called in maybe once or twice before so i think maybe that helped and they just like needed a person who could host in French. So anyways, they came to my school and I just hosted for the whole week. Didn't go to class. So that's why I went and did that. Oh, yeah. Anything to get out of wage. class. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to get out of class. I was there for it. But um, why podcast? So I listen to podcasts for sure. You do too. Yeah. Um, But then so many people told me Gen Z doesn't listen to podcasts. They won't listen um you should start a tiktok and then here i am like i already do social media for work i don't want to be running more social media and like creating more content that's like overwhelming and not really Mm -hmm. have a goal of what that is and yeah we will have tiktok and like maybe youtube down the line but in the moment this felt like i don't know people tell me don't do something and i'm like well i'm gonna show them like yeah (laughs) gen z's gonna listen to a podcast like how else am i gonna deliver 
content other than go in person and talk to them or be creating more videos that can be overwhelming. And this can be listened to in in a setting that works for each person is what I like. Like if you're driving already, then awesome. I have a lot of young adult friends or adults who are listening and they're driving. Great. If you're commuting to school and you're on transit, you can listen. If you are doing chores or folding laundry and on a walk, you can listen to a podcast. So I don't know. It seems... And I also don't know that many people who have podcasts, so I I didn't feel like the space was too full of other people, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. You're not starting another true crime podcast. I think there are. Yeah. Oh, like only murders. (laughs) Only murders in the building. Shout out. Great show. (laughs) I thought you were going to say, like, shout out to the actors specifically. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Selena, thanks. (laughs) Yeah. She's a great role model, too. (laughs) Is she? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she has some good like mental health nonprofit oh, nice. stuff. Oh, nice, cool. There we go. Thank you, Selena <laughs> Gomez. Um, that kind of leads in nicely to this next question about uh, from the podcast side of things and why you did that. How did you not lose your dream for doing montage when COVID forced you to change plans? Okay, so that sucked to be honest. Mm-hmm. The initial plan, like when we had first drum up montage we stayed up all night um the girls and christian who's now angel's husband like we just like built a website in a night like just non-stop and we were like we're gonna host events because we love events we love having people over we like doing things and inviting people and then the pandemic hit and we're like no events <laughs> And in the middle of that, we did try, like, different times. We did, like, an outdoor thing in a coffee shop. We did a dance class. We did, like, a virtual, like, lettering course. Oh, and right. we still did, feet. yeah, we still did, like, mentor matching, like, virtually. But mm-hmm. our entire idea actually had to change. And I think that was a blessing in disguise because we we realized, like, okay, events are great, but there's only so many people you can reach, and it's only in a very specific area. And when you're younger so if we're doing events it will probably be for high schoolers and then we'll branch out older and older as they become like mentors for the high schoolers not everybody drives not everybody has the same schedule you're doing extracurriculars and we want to respect that and want it to be super easy for you to access so like why not just try to go to the school and just be there you're saying high school is not just like Zoe 101 where everyone <laughs> everyone has their electric scooter, they all their classes line up, they can yeah, mostly just hang out. Hang out. I'm like, there's barely any episodes where they're in class. They're just doing fun projects. That's true. I don't know if anybody like under 20 has watched Zoe 101. They Maybe should. not. Maybe <laughs> that not. was our childhood. Um, so yeah, once we realize, okay, events are always going to be part of something we enjoy, but it's not going to be the focus. Mm -hmm. And I took this class, um, on business made simple, which is kind of like a podcast I would listen to and then an online platform for courses on like communication and project planning and budgeting and all these things. It really helped me narrow down what is the intention and what is our goal. And our goal is like, yeah. People don't think generations can do life alongside each other and learn from each other. And we think that they should, they can. And it's actually very, very crucial for life. Cool. Yeah, that reminds me of listening to a a book right now. And they're talking about this theory that someone came up with at one point that they're like, each, like each, um, 
generation like is technically smarter, has a higher IQ than their than their ancestors in the previous oh. one. And it turned out to be totally false. Oh. But we people do often kind of have this I think especially as maybe when I was a teen, I'm like, oh, I know better than my parents. There's no way mm. they know what, you know, or but or better than even someone else that I looked up to. But sometimes you do learn some things from some people and yeah. you realize usually later on that, oh, they, they maybe knew what they were talking yeah, about. Yeah, or they're speaking really from experience. It's not yeah. your fault you haven't lived as many years as someone else. It's just yeah. – to learn new things. I just learned new things from my dad yesterday. Yeah, I was going to mention we <laughs> need to get Roland on the podcast. He doesn't want to, but he doesn't know what it is. He I'll doesn't also know what dad, a podcast but... is. We're working on that, but <laughs> he wants to do it all in French, so I'll have to do like some translation. <laughs> if that Anyways, happens. yeah, Roland could write a book about his adventures for sure. I feel like most people could if they thought about it. But, but I feel like people don't think they're qualified to, and that's something I really want to change. As I'm asking guests mm. to be on the podcast, that you don't right. have to be a full-time public speaker, author, podcaster, teacher. Right. You Shout are... out to the people that have already guest starred <laughs> or will guest star that actually are authors and public speakers. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. But what you're saying is you don't have to be no. that level to... Everybody contribute. has experiences that they can share about. And I mean, you can just see it. I did an episode with a friend from high school, Kira, and she has things to share and she mm-hmm. hasn't even finished high school, so... Yeah, that's something I really want to change in the in the perspective of like the podcast space or having a platform to share a voice is that you don't have to be fully put together and experience all these things to, mm-hmm. to have any sort of advice. It's like T Swift says, when they are young you what, what when song is you that? are young they assume you know nothing. You know? What song is that? That's um <laughs> we'll look it up after. Shout out to T Swift. Wait. I don't know that lyric. Uh, cardigan, cardigan. Oh, I kind of tuned out when, after. When you're young, they assume you, you know nothing. Oh, yeah. Oh. What album is that? Anyways, it's a decent one. I thought that's like newer now. Maybe. Oh. Well, this will go out in October when like the new album should be coming out fairly soon oh, in cool. a few weeks. So <laughs> when your husband's more of a T-Swift fan than you, I thought I was, but. I just know lyrics know. better than you do. That's true. I, memory. I'm really singing the wrong lyrics all the time. Well, last question here. What are your dreams for the future? I am a dreamer, that's for sure. (laughs) Um, The dreams for the future of Montage look a little like this. Picture you're in school and you know that the next day you have a half day because we'll be in a theater talking about different topics and that's kind of the goal is like we're not going to shy away from topics and we're going to do workshops in your guys' schools and hopefully outside as well and like conference form one day. And we're going to talk about social media, mental health, goal setting, business starting, physical health, body image, how to live a purpose-driven life, how to find mentors. And we'll like actually help you find mentors either within your school or externally if that's what you need. We'll mm-hmm. talk about friendships and relationships and post-secondary choices and different experiences how to manage your time find skills and like boundaries within like friendships and relationships so it's just things that you don't really learn the day-to-day in class or things that you wish you could ask someone or didn't know you needed to ask someone yeah we're gonna do our best to give you a lot of tips and tools and resources and so that's kind of the short-term goal is like yes we want to be in schools and that will hopefully happen and it'll be really fun to get to meet more people 
Um, we also want, yeah, to keep doing the podcast and having different people that you guys are going to value hearing from. Like someone recently said they would like to talk to an actual teacher. Mm, and cool. luckily I have teacher friends, so we'll oh, yeah. do that. And big picture, it would be so fun to do, yeah, like a teen girl conference. And I actually don't think that's far away um, because the more I talk to different people who are passionate about the same things, the more they answer the solutions of me being like, hey, I don't have a venue for this. Mm-hmm. That fits the idea that we want to have. They're like, oh, use our space, like do this. And that's kind of what I see in the next year or two happening is that we have one of the first conferences that's meant for high schoolers and then also have adults there to do life alongside them and meet other people in person to see about that. So that's the big dreaming. Other than that, we just want to keep building the community locally where, you know, in the areas that we live, but go beyond that. And I think that's also very possible through social media and and technology and different connections that I've been making. When you, when you first said, uh, picture having a half day off of school the next day, for class assembly, I pictured teenage skate girl being like, all right, I'm going to go skate. See ya. But <laughs> no. then when you started mentioning those those topics, I thought, oh, you know what? That sounds pretty intriguing. Yeah. I would probably go and check that out and skip a little skate session for that. Yeah, and that's the goal is for it to be something you actually want to attend. And maybe it's because we're going to be talking about topics we don't usually talk about every day. Or maybe it's you like the idea of like doing a photo shoot during that or doing some like tangible activities or there being things for you to fiddle with like while you're listening um, because that's something that I found really hard for me growing mm-hmm. up and listening to these type of things and cool yeah well that's gonna well, be wrapped up for the podcast oh that's exciting thanks for I learned a lot today <laughs> I'm sure you? everyone else did too perfect thanks for bearing with us in the fast-paced what montage is like that's fine. bye, bye. bye.